0: Welcome to Educators with Oil podcast, where we discuss education with God, teaching with love, and inspiring with faith. Take your oil with you. Let God guide your steps in the classroom co-hosts Ronette Branham and Shanae Moore. Welcome to Educators with Oil podcast.
1: Welcome to Educators with Oil. We are here to discuss biblical principles, biblical strategies for effective teaching. I am Ronette Branham and this is my co-host Shanae Moore. How are you today, Shanae?
0: I am awesome. I am doing so good today. I'm feeling super energized. Um, I've been working on like losing weight, (laughs) so like I've been getting up early and sticking to my routine. So I'm just feeling happy about that. Being more disciplined. How are you? I'm great. I'm
1: great too. I'm. I am actually. I'm working on. You know, I was working on losing weight last year, so I did lose quite a bit. But this year Mm -hmm. I'm working on my eating habits. What am I eating? Because I I had a physical and there were some things that didn't turn out right. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm eating well. Found Mm -hmm. out I'm really not. There's some Mm -hmm. things you need to eat better. So that's great. Yeah, I'm glad. So how's that coming for you?
0: Yeah, it's good. You don't realize how much, like you just said, the food, it really matters. You have to put the right stuff in your body because it controls everything, makes you tired and sluggish and it just messes up everything, your mental. So that's really important. Just focusing on eating the right foods. Yeah, that's where I I am right now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our topic for today. Um, I'm probably going to have to edit this out, but I don't know what episode we're on. what episode? Episode 12. According to this is episode 12. Episode 12. Oh, it feels good. Okay. So episode 12. Today we are talking about how educators should be connecting with others in the school setting as far as their students making connections with their students, with their coworkers, with administrators, just everybody in the school setting. And why is that important for us? And how can we do it? we're gonna talk about today so I'll start us off with um I'll start with Romans Romans 12 16
1: you have a Bible an actual Bible I (laughs) no is that what you're using no oh okay I thought I saw you flip a page I I, said I don't even want to know what my Bible is like the act I don't even know
0: my Bible, I got when I think I was 10 years old from my great-great-grandma, and it looks crazy now, <laughs> but yeah, I still got it. All right. Romans 12, um, 16, chapter 12, verse 16. I had it, and then I lost it. Live in harmony with one another do not be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position do not be conceited so i like that part i took from that part live in harmony with other people including those in our profession so do not be proud and be conceited as if you are better than your co-workers than the students than the parents looking down especially like we work in urban school settings and a lot of our families do not have much um, they are living in poverty. So we don't want to walk around like, oh, don't touch me. Oh, don't talk uh-huh. to me. Oh, like, I don't have time for you. Like, we don't want to do that. We want to make sure we're living in harmony with everybody. We're not above anybody. If any Anything can change in our lives. And we are in that same position. Oh, so really? definitely yeah. not being conceited and thinking that we are above anybody. So just living in harmony with each other. Um, be willing to help a child with different things. For example, like you um, see, teachers all the time helping students with like their uniforms and helping families. If you know a family that is in need, gifting them a gift card and just helping them in any type of way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you see students. We had students before we start giving coats out. I was giving coats. I was buying coats because I would see students come to class and it's freezing outside. I know they walked to school. They didn't have a coat. Like, come on, we have to be in tune to what's going on in our class. If you're worried about um, a situation at home, you you don't have all your needs met, it's going to be hard to work when you get to school. So yeah, we have to be that. And we, we have to be that. Why see anything like holidays donating to the children's Christmas or something? I'm there. And and even I have my grandkids do the same thing. No, you don't need, what do you need to go and get collect some presents for from um the church? Why? There's nothing else that you need. Yeah. I mean, the Christmas tree does is crazy. So there's nothing you need to be asking for or putting your name in anywhere. So, yeah, we have to be that. And then the, the parents will respect us and then they'll be more willing to work with us yes. with our, for their children.
0: Yeah. So we have to make those connections, making those connections with our students. And, and when the students, if we're giving them a coat or something like that, they see that we care. The families see that we care. So just... I do, I make connections in my classroom with my students or in in the school in general, just by starting with a conversation, talking to people and asking them questions about what they need and what they're going through. Making those connections are very important so that you, you, it helps me to have empathy and compassion. So if you know a child or a family is going through something, they were just in a fire, if you didn't know that and then the child comes to school and they're tired or they're cranky or they're just irritated and you didn't know that you would take it personal. Oh, no, the child doesn't want to do any work. Mm -hmm. When you actually have that background knowledge and make a connection with the student and take some time to sit there and ask them a question, is everything okay? Like, is everything at home okay? And asking those questions to make a connection with them. You understand now and you have some empathy. There has been times where, I let my students sleep in the classroom. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used to have the rug and pillows and all that stuff. And I know you're really tired. I had a conversation with you and you were up all night. Go take a little nap. Like, I'll right, talk right. with you later on. But gotta have, you got to make those connections. And I believe that it's just starting with having a conversation. Right.
1: And it, and it is important to connect with the students because it'll make your job easier it'll make their work easier because they'll um, they have a connection. And then when you connect with somebody, those, I, let me see. I forgot what that, that uh, hormone is that it releases. It releases is it it's called it? something called psychological safety, but oxy, oxytocin. oxytocin. Okay. I should remember that. That's like that belonging that, that, I now I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but it's like that. Oxytocin is like, when you make a connection with somebody and you feel like they're connecting with you, it released that happy, happy feeling that I'm good right now. Yeah. And um, that's something that I have scriptures too, also to go with that. You want to okay. go to yours or you want me to? No, you can go ahead. Okay. I have Philippians 2 and 4. And Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. And in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up um, meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more um, as you see the day approaching. I know that it the Bible is talking about the day of the Lord approaching, but if we are, we're teachers. So the day approaching is like maybe the day when they're, they have an assessment coming. So uh, the day when report cards are, are coming. So you just want to make that po- positive connection um, just for fundamental success, because you want the, the students to relate to you yeah. and how you can do that is, Sometimes it's just so simple. We think it's all this. We're reading a story and the story resonates with you, with you, right? It, you might say the story is about um, a family moving or or it could be math talking about um, adding how many apples, how many oranges or whatever. You can discuss that and see what that means to the student. Like, did you ever go to the store? You, need some, you needed to buy something. And... Uh, you need to know if you had enough money, you didn't want to get to the cash um, register and you don't know if you have enough money. So you have to know how you're going to handle that. Did that ever happen to, to you? Did you ever have a dollar and you need to go to the grocery, to the candy store up the street and you and your brother went and what did you do? How did you know how much you wanted to spend or you had to spend or what you can buy? So having those discussions, the students feel like you care about them.
0: Yeah. They
1: get that. Like, I can tell my teacher anything.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I do too much of that because my students want to start a conversation. I say, one more, that's it. Yeah. Next one, I have one, and somebody else raising their hand, but I, I just want to tell mine. Yeah. So I do, I let them because if they ever really need to talk to me, yeah. they know they can. So I, I allow them to do that. Then I will. Sometimes they know it's going to be five more people. Like they know they can't trust me like that. They can't sit that I say to my heart is just there. Like, all right, all right. But let's move it on if it, you know, it gets out of hand. But you do have to be open because you want to connect with your students. Then they'll be ready to learn from you. They'll have that. This teacher trying to teach me something. She cares. So let me try to see what she's talking about um yeah. you will once you get that psychological connection mm-hmm. and um then maybe even background knowledge, like you said about um knowing what's going on in their homes yeah. you might not even need to know what's going on right now but they're back their family dynamic you know like they might live with their grandmother they might not live with their mom you might have questions about when your mom did this that question might not work with everybody you need to understand what's happening so, yeah, I, I think that connecting, it really, it has worked with a few, I say a few, last year, just connecting with those students so I can understand and have empathy and understand he's tired. I, I get it. Yeah. So that's a little, you want to go on to your.
0: Yeah, just, just making connections with them. I agree with that. Um, Like showing them. Relating to the students and showing them because the students, I don't know why, but I always have students that are like, "Oh, Miss Moore, you're rich. Oh, Miss Moore, you probably this." Like, no, like I don't know where you got that from. I don't know why they have this this idea in their head about mm-hmm. teachers and yeah, yeah. I if I see them in the store, they're like, "Miss Moore, you go to Walmart?" Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a normal person. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, like, constantly. I share my stories to relate to them, so they see like i' I've, I've been through some of the same situations that you guys have been through, and just showing them that I make mistakes too, like I am human, making that connection with them, letting them know like we all make mistakes. I don't want you to feel bad in any type of way. We're not perfect at all, and I let my students call me out, so oh, like, cool. if doing something wrong, Call me out on it.
1: I always have that student, Miss mm-hmm. Branham. I think you made a mistake. Yeah. All right, all right. The next day, Miss Branham, you didn't change the date or whatever. I think you add that wrong. Okay, all right. I have every year. I have that student. That that student. They are happy to see my mistakes. Like they're the mistake finder outer. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. And I thank them every time. Oh, thank you for pointing that out. I had a long night, something like that. Like, (laughs) I appreciate you for pointing it out to me. But I want to also, so we want to connect with our students, but we also want to connect with staff and our administrators, principals, vice principals, and other co workers in the school. And I got to be honest, for me, this one is. A tough one because I think I'm naturally a loner. I've always been a loner where I like to stay in my room. I like to stay to myself. So, this one is a little, a little, uh, what is the word? One of my weaknesses, I guess, is making connections with the staff and, and um, administrators the, besides the students, basically. <laughs>
1: but but you, you, you connected with me, you connect with the people be- probably better. Who are close to you, who are stakeholders in, in what you're doing, like yes. your grade level. We have great level meetings together. So we did connect. And yes. then we found church in common and different uh preachers and things in common. So we did connect. I don't know. Maybe I'm pushy. I don't know. Maybe I broke through that. <laughs> I used to be that one. But no, you do have to connect because you actually are connecting. You just I don't think many of us connect with people outside of our grade level because we don't. One, we don't see each other. Mm-hmm. Our lunch time is different. Mm-hmm. We don't. Um, we don't have really any th- way reason to interact unless we're passing by, and then we don't get to know those people. We just hi, how you doing? Unless we are in the teachers' lounge talk. So, mm-hmm. it, I don't think it's a it's, it's a deficit for you. I think it's just the stakeholders that are in your you know. Yeah. involved in what you're doing
0: yeah
1: and a lot of times we think that
0: that's true it was like the like the fifth grade teachers i would like see them in the morning time or after school and i would just like go up to them and hey how are you like that would be the times that i make connections but that's true like i would see you guys more in our grade level meetings and we had the same lunches and preps well, not the preps same lunches and stuff so and preps, yeah. I would talk more so, yeah, that, that makes sense. I guess I wasn't all the way antisocial. But also, I I have the ch- um, chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, because this one applies to me because I think we need to know ourselves, too, because this one says, do not be misled. That company corrupts good character. So I know myself as well to know that certain people that I can't be around because I know it would influence negative behaviors from me so I can have the tendency to like gossip and be petty definitely petty I can yeah. be funny so if I get with a group of women inside of our school setting who are okay with being petty and things like that that will make me petty so I can I know my limits. I know where to place people in my life. So we're not saying that everybody in the school, you need to know, you need to be yeah, yeah. with them. You need to be best friends. Not saying that, but just try to to have a little bit of conversation so you can understand people. I know everybody has had like a parent that they've had disagreements with a student or a coworker they, they say they don't get along with or this one is a problem. But sometimes when you sit back and have a conversation, you find out other information. Like I think somebody was like one person that I just disagreed with in my school setting and then found out like that person was going through something that had to do with cancer. Like, yeah. I was shocked, like, and I'm just sitting here like, why is she always being mean? Why is she always being rude? But mm-hmm. finding out she has something like really serious going on. So making those connections and it could be a small little conversation of hi, how are you? What's going on with you? How are you doing? Making those connections, they really like change your whole mindset so that you can have compassion for people.
1: Yeah. 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 And, I, and I, I think that goes even with the students. You you will connect with them, they'll build that trust with you, then you can trust them. If they say Ms. Branham Ms. more, I couldn't do my homework last night because my family was out. I have students telling me, we went to New York and we went to this. I used to tell them, well, you were in a car. You could have did your homework in a car. Not everybody can do that. And, 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 and I promise you get in a car with me and my grandkids. You can't do homework. You can't do homework maybe, mm-hmm. maybe now a little bit because they have the headphones. So, uh-huh. but in general, but I have my music. You can't, you just, so not everybody has where they can do it. Their parents are going to say, okay, she's doing her homework. So me understanding that student that, yeah, they do their homework. They like to work. They like to practice. They want to learn. So, but if they come to me with an excuse or a reason. You'll understand. Okay. I know this person. Not every day. They're not telling me. They can't um, practice their timetables, their addition, their subtraction. You'll understand, you'll get to know them and you'll you'll have like, it's a benefit to you to connect with your students, it's a benefit to them. That way you won't have to work so hard. If you understand, you work with your students, you find out reading is hard for them. Then you might go back and say, huh, when they were learning their sounds, it was during 2020 they didn't get to these sounds it was because we were home the next year in first grade it was hard to be home with virtual learning and here because every all this background noise you know we've had so many if somebody unmuted you like you got to be kidding me you know so that kind of stuff to get you to understand your students and this that's not because they have a learning disability is because they didn't get the right foundation. Now you know, now you can start from scratch or get somebody to come in and help with this student. All that background now is getting to know your students and understanding. Yeah. So uh, this, you, we could take that. If we learn the family dynamics, if we learn their educational history, if we learn, If they do have a learning disability, you might be upset because they're not even trying to read. They can't. I I tutored a little boy. He didn't know the vowel sounds. Anybody knows you cannot read if you don't know the vowel sounds. You don't know if you could have the word hat. You don't know if that's hit, hot, hot, anything, if you don't know your vowel sounds. So you can't read. So understanding that you might find based off of getting to know a student. And then it's like I said, the student will feel more inclined to work with you. If they connect with you.
0: With the parents too, like we, I know in all of our schools, we have a lot of uh, ESL students, ELL students. And the parents will tell me in Spanish when we're going through our translations, like I can't help them with the homework. Not that they don't know it, or they don't know it, they they know it probably in Spanish, but they can't help them with it. Like, I I love to hear those things. So I know that in advance. I know that when it comes to the homework, I might have to have have this student do it the last 10 minutes before school is over.
1: Right, right. Morning
0: time, instead of doing the, um, do now on the board, they could be doing their homework. I don't do it for everybody. But when you have those conversations, I always stress in the beginning of the school year, and we're about to start our school year, I always stress the parents, orientation, open house, letting them know you have to communicate with me. Let me know things. If something is going on, you guys had a rough night. The family had to go somewhere. Let me know on Class Dojo. And I accommodate, I immediately accommodate for those parents who communicate with me because that's how we're gonna build this connection. And they're always so grateful. They really are. Like, thank you, thank you for understanding. Like, I I don't make a big fuss about it.
1: And then they feel like you're working together as you should. I'll never forget. It. I think I said it in a podcast before when I was teaching preschool, I had a parent, the first day of school, she had an opinion on me because I didn't help her. It was early in the morning and I was trying to fix my class and her daughter was crying. I didn't stop and, and take that time with her child. I didn't have time because I'm never, I now I'm on time. But back then, I would be just making it. So I was early trying to get my stuff together, but her daughter was crying and she had to go to another place. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, I didn't understand either because it didn't click with me that mm-hmm. they wanted me to stop and take care of this this baby. And so she, I said, well, she goes in this classroom and then I'll come get them at nine o'clock. Yeah. And then I didn't understand her mom was angry at that. So she told my assistant, I'm glad you're in this class because I don't like that teacher. Oh, and she's—I I, she said why, by, by Thanksgiving, this lady was giving me everything. She was in love with me, like because we connected for real. And she understood me and um, her daughter loved me. She gave me every holiday, everything. At the end of the year, I got a whole big letter about how glad she was that mm-hmm. I was her daughter's teacher. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first day, she was she was mad. She didn't want to, she was like, this lady, mm-hmm. she didn't even stop. She didn't care my daughter was crying. Mm-hmm. I did care, but I didn't think to care. Like, now I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But that was like, I, I was teaching maybe two years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, parents will, once you connect, they feel like you're working together, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. And you need Active parents, you know, participating parents, and I'll never forget that lady because she was in love with me. By <laughs> I'm talking, I had roses and balloons and everything the last day of school, chocolate, all that. So yes, you got have to connect because otherwise the parents are gonna think you're you're not caring, mm-hmm. and they will. They don't want
0: their student, their kids in your class if you don't care about their their child. Yeah, so. Yeah. um, I think you summed it up too and it's just about teamwork we have to do this together like there's stuff that I know but then I know there's other teachers that know something that I don't know so we have to be talking to each other we have to communicate all stakeholders together talking and communicating so that we can do this as a team We need everybody involved so yeah I agree teamwork Yes, team, uh-huh. across the grade levels, up and
1: down, the teacher before, the teacher after, the parents, the administration, oh, yes, the students, of course, but everybody else. So with that said, do you want to sum it up? You just summed it up and take us out.
0: So, yeah, we are talking about connecting with students, staff, parents, administrators and the importance of it is so that we can build connections, we can have compassion for students, the students can understand us, we can understand them, um, and we're just better people too, (laughs) to just be nicer and just show that we are human and relatable and just remain and humble. And um, we do this through communication, talking, having discussions, being personable, and that's how we'll build those connections, so. We'll end it there. Remember to like our page on Facebook at Educators with Oil. Um, Our email, educatorswithoil at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I always forget that. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And comment below if you want to add to our discussion. Thank you so much. Right. Have a good day.